name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the money. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. Well, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you an ice cream. Uh, <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Double Oz 7. Uh, let's try this again. Uh, Canada's number one James Bond podcast with a couple of Australian contributors. Maybe uh, we can hold up to that claim now. We are here for the 40th episode just like the 40th anniversary of James Bond, it's jumping the shark from this point on, people. <laughs> We've gone past recapping the recaps, and now we're here to recap the rankings, or cap the rankings, or start the rankings. We're doing lots of ranking here going forward. Whole new project, but uh, we'll get into the explanations later on. Uh, my name is Colin, and in case you're wondering, I will finish number one in the podcast host ranking. Uh, my name is Noah, and I can't wait to tell you whether or not I like Barry Nelson or Toby Stevens from the audio drama plays better. So this should be a fun one. My name is Ben, and hashtag Team David Niven. <laughs> yeah, we're all pulling for Niven or Barry Nelson here because we are talking about the James Bonds, not the James Bond movies, but the James Bonds, the men who lived and breathed it, and Timothy Dalton. Um, we're here to cover them all. <laughs> Aww. But before, before we spoil my last place ranking any further... Um... You better watch it, old buddy. <laughs> uh, let's just, I guess, get into a brief explanation here of what we're doing. So, as we told you in the Recapping the Recaps episode... Uh, we are done with recapping the movies, but we're moving on to our next project, which is basically this. We're going to be ranking all different types of uh, areas of the James Bond series, uh, characters, gadgets, songs, all of it. And, of course, we have to start with the men who played James Bond first. And uh, I, I'm, I haven't really gone through the pre-production notes if we even had any, but... I am assuming we're sticking to the official ones here and not uh, David Niven or Barry Nelson, am I right? Yes. Uh, I couldn't wait to rank the comic James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rank the TV and radio a... James Bonds with Michael Jason and Bob Holness. <laughs> and David Oyelowo. Yes. He's best. <laughs> but we'll stick with the regular ones here then. So the, the Eon actors, uh, Sean Connery through Daniel Craig through Idris Elba. They're all going to be here. Uh, <laughs> do we uh, want to talk a little bit about this upcoming project or uh, what we're going to be covering today at all? Well, I guess uh, when we came up with doing rankings, it was always going to be the James Bonds first. It probably would have been the films, but we've already done them because um, that's kind of the main one to kick it off and kind of to also wrap up all of the film recaps. And maybe people can guess based on... Uh, our opinions throughout if they've listened to all those recaps but I'm also very fascinated at you two because I think I can guess Ben's number one 
but I don't know what Colin's number one will be, and I wonder if you two know what my number one will be. But uh, this list was easy and hard to do because really I like them all, um, and I don't really have a number one, so it was hard to pick that number one. But yeah, it seems the most appropriate one to be ranking first rather than like the composers or something like that. <laughs> And and here I was looking forward to doing the composers one, but now you just shat all over it. Thanks, Noah. <laughs> um, well, I go into this looking forward to it, and I kind of am assuming um, what your number ones and last places will be. So I'm kind of um, intrigued to see if I'm right, and also intrigued to see uh, where everybody else ends up on the list. But I'm even intrigued in my own personal opinions, because when I sort of put together my six... Um, there's a couple here that I honestly thought I would never have in certain positions. So, um, and one that I'm still could possibly switch over at the last minute, but I think if I did, um, it would be worse than die another day being one of my favorite films. So maybe I won't do that, but it's, it's interesting because it's always a contentious debate. People ranking the James Bonds, like not necessarily the films. That's always got a bit of a debate, but you always have, I think, a more heated argument about who's the best James Bond. And, you know, there was, I think we've mentioned it on this uh, show before. I remember there was a, a Buffy episode where a huge part of the episode was these geeks just debating the best James Bond. And any Buffy fan would remember that. And I, even before we started recording this, I said to my dad, I'm like, hey, who, how would you rank the James Bonds? And he, even he couldn't really give me a, a definitive rankings of it. He was too busy telling me to be quiet. So, yeah, he just said, Ben. <laughs> Quiet down, I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's it's interesting. And, you know, as Noah kind of said, we're going to be doing a whole lot of these rankings and it's going to be um, a lot of fun. This will be probably the shortest one that we will do because we've only got six to get through. So, but I still feel that even though we've only got six, there's going to be a lot to talk about when it comes to uh, where we rank each of these actors. Do we actually have more Felix Laters than James Bonds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We do, don't we? Wow. Yeah. Can't wait. Well, we, I can't wait till we get to the Felix episode. I think that's what all the fans are waiting for. But um, <laughs> I, I'm kind of with you, Noah. I mean, I, I'm I'm very firm on who my list is. But at the same time, I can say at least the top three, in a way, they're interchangeable. I mean, I, I'd go for all of them, you know, in different moods. And there's at least one other in there where when I hear other people say, oh, they're my favorite James Bond I have nothing but positive things to say, and uh, and there's nothing against any of them. I would say for all of these, for the most part, um, if people are giving even negative comments, I'll quickly jump to their defense. So uh, there's not really like a greatest James Bond of all time. I think that there is a greatest James Bond in this area, and then there's a greatest James Bond in another area, because they really are all completely different what they bring to the part. Yeah, well, I will say that my top two are interchangeable, my middle two are interchangeable, and my last two are interchangeable. So really, why are we doing rankings? Well, and I should, just, I should point out, I mean, just on a similar note, I mean, for those of you out there, well, both of you who listen to Survivor Oz as well as this, that you know that we did a huge project in ranking all these contestants. And there were 432 of them, or 442 of them, not just six, so that took us a while. But it's always going to be a subjective way in which we rank these, and I, and I feel that um, each of us on this episode have our own reasons, and we'll obviously go through those reasons why we have them in a certain part. And of course, there's going to be favoritism involved, and you know we will be looking at it totally. certain certain angles when it comes to you know why are we this and we're defending that. So, I mean, I feel that 
it's it's kind of anybody's rankings. Like, if we were to come onto this and say, okay, rank them based on their acting ability, or rank them on based on their, you know, the the three main tropes of James Bond or whatever. I mean, it's we're kind of combining all those elements to come up with our own personal list. So I think that's where it's going to be interesting to see some of these arguments, and particularly completely um, subjective. Yeah, exactly. So. We would encourage anybody listening to this episode as well to please comment to the post on the website, send us an email, and tell us yeah, your, your six, because we <laughs> would honestly, you know, people that we'll have on the bottom, people out there listening probably will have on the top, and people we've got on the top will have vice versa. So we'd love to hear from people. You realize now everybody's just going to be writing in saying you guys need to re-record the episode with David Niven and Barry Nelson. <laughs> what, the actual people on the show? Well, we can try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we should uh, jump into it here. Um, I don't know. We're going to obviously start counting down from six to one, but do we want to do a drum roll, a machine gun roll, a horse neighing roll? Does anybody have a sound effect for this? Well, let's hear a sound effect right now. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Post-production sound effects are the best. And what you just heard was amazing, wasn't it? And it, it? wasn't a fast Anyways, song. let's go. <laughs> so I'll start off. I have the honor here. And I kind of spoiled it earlier on, but I'll just give a little bit more of an explanation. Um, I guess this is the Bond actor that never really clicked for me in the role. And I don't think it's helped by the fact that at the time when I was introduced to the James Bond movies, I was coming off of watching Goldfinger and Thunderball and Dr. No and uh, all, all the really good classic ones on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And then... The next thing up on the TV marathon was uh, an 80s movie that felt dated to me at the time, felt like it lacked humor, and we've gotten to many debates on this show about this actor's inability to handle the humor, to handle it awkwardly, and ultimately I think during the rewatch there were certain things about him that definitely improved for me and I can appreciate, but... At the same time, when I hear people say this is the guy closest to Ian Fleming's Bond, I'm like, go back and read a book because I can never picture Timothy Dalton uh, actually saying the words and reciting the dialogue that Ian Fleming wrote. So it's probably no surprise, but uh, he is my last place, my number six. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is going well. I, I don't know if we're meant to like react to it or we just go into our rankings next. <laughs> Are we meant to add sound effects of like a <gasps> or something like that? <laughs> you know what? Put that in in post. At least bridge the awkward <laughs> silence, followed by the cool and a ooh. <laughs> go with it, Timothy. Don't number six. No way. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm the sorry. reaction we were looking for. There we go. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Start, start again. <laughs> I knew you did like Timothy Dalton, but number six. Uh, yeah, I thought when we started this show that we would be the podcast that is really uh, supporting Timothy Dalton, and I feel like people are coming around on him nowadays, but. Yeah, I knew you weren't a huge fan, but I was not expecting number six, um, which will be very fascinating where you put Daniel Craig now. Uh, and I agree. Oh, 
I'm just going to say, one of them has more believable love stories than the other. I don't know if Ben has any comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do agree that when people say, oh, Timothy Dalton's the book Bond, I don't really see it, but I do see it a bit more than some of the other Bonds. So, um, especially Living Daylights, that first half uh, is very similar to the book. Uh, and that stupid smirk must have scared the living daylight out of her. Um, <laughs> Um, well, look, yeah, no, just no, Colin, no. Um, yes, just yes. Yeah, Dalton, Dalton is a better Bond than Craig, and you will have that reflected on my list. He did it better than Craig, he did it first, and he's more of a book Bond, and... You've never read a book in your life! <laughs> I don't care if I've never read a book in my life, he's still a better book Bond, I don't even have to read a book to know that. <laughs> <laughs> the credibility of Ben's argument just went down the Books toilet. are complicated, okay? They've got words and sentences. They don't have moving things. Make the words move and I'll I'll watch one. Can you watch a book? <laughs> um, but just know, Timothy Dalton is not the worst Bond ever, period. Ooh. <laughs> Aren't you glad we went on to rankings next? <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So for my first one, number six is something I really don't want to do because I am one of the biggest defenders ever of this person. Uh, I think he gets way too much criticism. And if he was in more than one or two films, uh, then I think people would like him a lot more. And how do you ever replace Sean Connery? That's an impossible task um, unless you're Roger Moore. But... uh, (sighs) I really do like him, not just because he's Australian, uh, but there's just, he does, he's not an actor, and that's the problem. I think his physique is really good. He does the fights probably better than Connery. Uh, the one-liners, some are okay, they fall flat. <laughs> I think he actually does some of the emotional scenes quite well. Um, so even though number six doesn't mean I necessarily think he's bad because Barry Nelson would be below him. Uh, but, yeah, number six has to be Lazenby, which hurts me because everyone puts him last and I actually am a big fan of his more so than most people. So, yeah, I don't think he's bad, but he is my least one. And if he was in more, maybe that would be different. But I do love Lazenby. More. Roger Moore. Um, yeah... <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to add because um, you'll find out why in a few moments. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So maybe we should just go to Colin first before coming back to me. <laughs> well, you talk about feeling bad. That everybody puts it with last. I feel bad. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, okay? Like, come on. I had enough common sense and I'm the Canadian here. Yeah, but Dalton's not last. Yes, he is. My no, he's not. so. Um, all right, well. <laughs> Back and forth. Yes, he is. No, he's so not. It seems no, as we, we reached that debate, um, <laughs> the conclusion of that. Um, no drama or tension here. George Lazenby oh, <gasps> at number six. Um, I kind of second everything that Noah said. Um, I really wish he had stayed on for longer to see what he could have done with the role. But, I mean, it just seems insane to think after all these years, that they got a, a model from Australia who was in a cigarette <laughs> commercial and were like, oh, I'd say, chap, I think you could be James Bond. Like, I mean, 
I've, I haven't seen a cigarette commercial in a long time. I think the last time I saw one was a Marlboro man, but I don't think he's going to be James Bond. And I'm just trying to think of some Australian, like, sexy, hunky guy as Noah, like, unwraps a biscuit or something. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know what he was doing. Do you mean Chris Hemsworth is going to be the next oh, James God, Bond? Oh, God, no. Chris Hemsworth oh. is not James Bond. Hello, I'm James Bond. I am so excited. <laughs> Was that your laser beer person? No, well, that was my Chris Hemsworth one, pretty much, because that's his acting range. He had a lot of guts. Um, but, yeah, look, poor Lazenby. I agree with everything, really, that Noah said. So, um, And, look, if he'd been in more, then perhaps there would be more to rank him on. But it's just I just find it hard to not have him last and put him ahead of people who did more. And I'm telling you now, if I had done this a year ago, Roger Moore would have been dead last. So, oh, you know. Well, you're giving away your next ranking. Well, maybe I'm not. <laughs> or is he? Maybe not. I didn't expect you guys who started episode one with, we're going to get to talk about Lazenby. Dead last. <laughs> but yeah, there's nowhere else you can really put him. But I oh. am a huge Lazenby supporter. Yes. I won't say much because I'll actually have an argument in favor for um, coming up at some point in this episode. Like right now? <laughs> like right now, if it's my turn, let's go for it. Number five, George Lazenby. Whoa. Here's why he's better than Timothy Dalton. Uh, in all honesty, I would have ranked Lazenby. I would, growing up, I would always say, oh, Timothy Dalton's the worst. But and still to this day. <laughs> well, he would be my least favorite, but I would probably, if you really pressed me for an answer, I would have always said Lazenby is because he's not an actor for a lot of the reasons you guys gave. But the last couple of years, I've turned around on him a lot, and I think it has a lot to do with the relationship with Tracy in the movie. And we talked about this in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, the episode. The way that he handles that love story despite the fact that he's not an actor and that we know, especially, I guess, knowing how little chemistry those two had in real life, it's really impressive. And we all said, I think we're in agreement that Sean Connery couldn't actually pull off that the way that George Lazenby is. There wasn't the sensitivity that Connery would have had and he wouldn't have been able to be vulnerable in scenes like that. And that's what really sells me on him. And I think, I always held that opinion to Lazenby, even though there are moments where you do cringe a little bit with him in the movie and his lack of experience. That scene, or particularly the scene in the barn with Tracy, but I guess just any of the scenes with Tracy, it's strong enough that I would put him above. And had he had a second movie, I guarantee that it would be even more realistic to rank him, you know, not last, I guess. That's what we're fighting for with Lazenby now. He's not last, people. (laughs) Um, But... That's no, like honestly, like plan. I'd ask you guys, like look back and <laughs> look back at those scenes in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, and we already know that Timothy Dalton didn't pull off impressive love stories, and Roger Moore didn't really either, other than something like The Spy Who Loved Me. I, I think that it was rare for a Bond actor to be able to do that, and I think that he deserves credit for that. Points off for the fact that his real voice isn't even used in half of the film. <laughs> <laughs> and points off for, he has a lot of guts. He had a lot he of guts. Had, he had a nice smile, okay? <laughs> he was yeah, he a cigarette a model. He hadn't quite lost his teeth yet. He must have scared <laughs> the living daylight out of you, her. You don't want to see him smile now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do the Lazenby, Lazenby quotes other Bond's famous lines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm glad Lazenby didn't finish on at least one person's list because 
again, minor interchangeable. Um, so I guess my number five is going to lose a lot of fans right here, and this is going to be a very controversial one. Um, he's like Dalton, but angrier. <laughs> he's very new, but he wants to slash his wrists. Um, it's Daniel Craig, Whoa! which I know is going to be a huge shocker. And I know it's a very unpopular opinion and pitchforks come out if you say anything bad about him. But even though I enjoyed his Spectre performance, I just he's one of the better actors in terms of like of all six of them. He's up there as the actors. But I just don't buy him as much. And I know it's supposed to be more of a reboot origin story, but he's just not Bond. And uh, apart from his looks, which is what everyone criticised, even mm. though I do think he's... <laughs> Even though I do think he's too bulky and sorry, again I distracted. <laughs> I'm not with the blonde hair. I know it's such a minor complaint when we're talking about a black bond nowadays, but I'm not a fan of the blonde hair. Even though that's not what puts him at fifth, it's just another layer. Um, his Spectre performance was good, but it's still not up there with some of the other Bonds. Um, like all the Brosnans are more Bondian, um, and Roger Moore and stuff like that. He does the action quite good. His one-liners are getting better, but they're still not great. And overall, even though he has been Bond for like 10 years, I still don't view him as the definitive James Bond like I did when Brosnan was in the role in the 90s. Um, There's just something off about him. And even though I wouldn't mind him doing a fifth one, I would not be upset at all if Spectre was his final one when he drove off with Madeline at the end. Uh, So I know that's going to be very controversial, but Daniel Craig at number fifth, just just above George Lazenby. (laughs) I hate coming after Noah because then his controversial choices when I put them up don't seem controversial anymore. (laughs) Um, oh, coffee. Oh, we know you have to copy everything he uh, does. Exactly. That's all I do is I copy everything you do. So I'm not going to put any comment on Daniel Craig right now because I'll wait till my turn. Uh, Colin. Uh, well, I'm... Okay, I'll just get this out of the way now before Ben goes because he's going to say something that's going to make me angry and I can accept <laughs> Noah's opinion a little bit more. <laughs> Here's the wow. thing. Um... Uh, uh, Daniel Craig, he's not going to be nearly this low on my list. Uh, and I think that all of us could be in agreement that he is probably the strongest actor to play Bond. I think that all the Bonds bring something different to the role. And no matter what era you're in, it's like when you finish playing Bond or when you're close to finishing playing Bond, that's when the public are against you the most. And it happened with Roger Moore. It happened with Pierce Brosnan. And then when a new guy takes over, there's this resurgence in popularity. So it wouldn't surprise me for anybody to rank it this low. But I would almost guarantee if we get 10 years down the road and we do these rankings again, Daniel Craig goes up. And I think mm-hmm. that will happen with no matter who the Bond is. Um, I would personally disagree with it, that because I probably would have put him this low 10 years ago. Um, so, yeah. Shut uh, up, Ben. Um, on that note, in fifth place, Daniel Craig. <laughs> um, like, we all have our image of da- of Daniel Craig. Well, we do, trust me. Ooh, I have a very good image of Daniel Craig. It's my mobile phone backdrop. Uh, we all have an image of James Bond and what James Bond should be and, you know, act like and that. And Daniel Craig isn't that to me. He's just, he just broods and he's just... He's just stale, and he's just bland for a lot of it. I agree with you. He's a great actor. Um, I mean, in Tomb Raider, oh, my God, as Daniel West, he was just a breakout <laughs> role. 
But, like, I mean, Spectre, yeah, was his best, and we've constantly said he was James Bond in that movie, but one movie does not make a James Bond. I mean, look at Lazenby, his last. I mean, look, I, I said before that, like, ten, a year ago, Roger Moore would have been last. You know, six months ago, Roger Moore probably would have been second last for me, and I kind of debated, do I have Craig or Roger Moore here? And what overwhelmingly won it for me is that Can't I... Can't wait to hear your number four. Well, I can, I can put, you know, two or three Roger Moore performances up there is really strong James Bond performances whereas I can put one for Daniel Craig and he's had four films so and, it's and just, Roger Moore had 12 well but you know we'll get to him <laughs> but like the thing is like I, I don't it, like you look at the, you tick the things off the James Bond witty and funny and charismatic is Daniel Craig that not really Daniel Craig's just hot and you just want to have sex with him like he's not that charming guy like <laughs> for yourself, James man. Bond is a charming sophisticated British secret agent he's not a hunk of meat that you just want to rip his pants off like you know there's got to be a little bit more there <laughs> that you know just the size of his ego and like you just Want to like this is getting more graphic by the second. Great cheese on his abs, <laughs> like and then we undo his socks and we move up. <laughs> like and like blonde Bond, that's a mark against him. A hairless Bond, that's a mark against him. Like I mean, do I could go it on. Excuses this is an open question, but do you think it excuses that he's less Bondian because the first three were? kind of reboot prequel type things or should he be Bond from the game? Yeah, yes, like, yeah, you can excuse it. I, it's a good point and, like, I guess he does what he does with the source material and that's what he's got. I mean, we'll get to that when he's we... He's a better book, Bob. <laughs> but, like, I mean, that's a, it's a good argument because, I mean, I guess you'd be doing this if you're debating the Batmans, like, you know, is Christian Bale or Michael Keaton and all this sort of stuff. Like, it's you he's working with the type of James Bond film he's got and that's the reboot so in that element could you picture a Connery or a Brosnan in this style of film probably not I could picture a Dalton in this side of film better than <laughs> Craig but I think he consciously is very different to the other five as well and I, though, I, I guess on his and the producers behind and I guess just kind of growing up on James Bond and like I mean I still to this day do not think we needed to reboot the James Bond films like okay we went a little bit skew if with Die Another Day but we went skew if with Moonraker and we still managed to get back into James Bond films so I think you could have easily done it and I, I just don't know if I could picture Daniel Craig as kind of the Bond that I want him to be. I mean, Spectre was the closest we got to it. I'd love to see him in a Die Another Day style film just to see what he would be like, but I can't imagine him, you know... Yeah, I, I can't imagine him surfing on a on a blue screen ice thing. But, um, I, yeah. I do have one argument for the whole moonraker thing and that's uh, there's basically been i guess a few other times where the bond series has had to reboot after things like that honor majesty's secret service was one after you only live twice uh living daylights was another after view to a kill for your eyes only is really the only time they kept an actor on and i think if you make that exact same movie without roger moore it is considered a very drastic reboot just like casino royale there was a power you know (laughs) because roger moore was still in it and roger moore was out the parrot's never there. Yes. You're blaming the parrot on Roger? I blame John <laughs> Yes, Blake. I'm blaming the parrot on Roger. And Margaret Thatcher. And Dennis. <laughs> Rest in peace, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's you, Colin. Um, so, moving on to number four. Uh, we just talked about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and... I just want to say, following up on my last comment, I'm not even against things like the parrot or whatever, but I think... Oh, that... I, was... I thought it was going to be Daniel Craig. 
Why am I gonna read Daniel Craig, Lord of oh. the God Parrot? Come on, there was a parrot in the movie. The parrot uh, ruins everything. But, uh, no, I mean, in, in all honesty, I'm going to be giving him more credit more than credit. I am to be tearing him down. Roger more credit. <laughs> Lots of more credit. <laughs> More, uh, Roger Moore. Uh. <laughs> more credit. That is like a total Roger Moore line. <laughs> more, more credit. <laughs> uh, all right, back on track here. I want to know so who this is. I'm going to be seeing. I'm going to be seeing Bottom <laughs> because I honestly believe that Roger Moore is the most unfairly criticized man in the history of James Bond, and I think I'm glad that now we're seeing the last couple of years really. Uh, I think it's had a lot to do with his him coming out and his support of the James Bond series. <laughs> Roger Moore is gay. When? <laughs> this is the most openly gay James Bond. I missed that memory. Yeah, this has nothing on Roger Moore. <laughs> I do enjoy it quite a fine gentleman. really shifted people's opinions of him. <laughs> and that is why Roger Moore is number four. Continue on. Uh, <laughs> But, Only Roger Moore could make us go this silly. <laughs> this is what he does, parrots and openly gay James Bond. Genuine Felix Leiter. <laughs> Why is that still so funny? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, moving on. Oh, um... Uh, this oh, is yeah, why yeah. Roger Moore deserves to be at least higher than the other two guys. Um, he can make you laugh, and I think it did go too far at times, but there's something so charming about him, even when he's being idiotic, and even when his movies are terrible, he's just so likable. I mean... If he like if he played James Bond to this day, he would still be more charming than Timothy Dalton or George Lazenby. He'd be still saying the but... next one's his last. I'm the last one. Hey, <laughs> oh, must have scared the living daylights out of us. It's already better. <laughs> oh, Sharky! Oh wait, that was Timothy Dalton. Oh yes, Sharky. This episode just Bond quotes other Bond. You forgot the first rule of media ownership. Give the people what they want. <laughs> See, everything's best for If I had to play James Bond again, I'd want to slip my wrist. <laughs> Stop touching your ear. What are you doing? Let me, wrap, let me wrap this up. I love Roger Moore. He doesn't really have the seriousness in the role to hold up to, I think, the other three guys that I have left. Um, but there's nobody who handles the humor like he has. And uh, he's he's so important to the James Bond series. And at 55, 56, he gets so much criticism of that movie now. But he played it with enthusiasm at the end. And I don't think anybody else really can say that. I mean, Vito Akil probably stands as one of his most, not one of his best performances, but one of his most enthusiastic performances. And... I love Roger Moore. I just don't think he deserves to be in the top half of this. But he's that one guy I said in the beginning where even though I would never rank him as this is my favorite James Bond, when people say Roger Moore is my favorite, I'm like, oh, I'm totally with you. I love Roger Moore. What a charming argument. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for ranking me fourth, Colin. <laughs> Sheer magnetism. <laughs> um, you definitely kept the British end up there. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, something about re-entry. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> fast on my feet. Um, Neither am I, because I'm old. <laughs> it's five days to Alaska, Colin. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I am shocked and disgusted at you, Colin Hilding, because I thought you would be joining me in rejoicing and ranking Roger Moore. Um, fourth, I thought Ben would be the first one to bring up Roger Moore's name on this show. Um, I'm going to save most of my opinions for when I actually rank him. Um, but the fact that you really didn't have too much negative to say uh, pretty much demonstrates that most people from here on out are really good in the role and all of the actors are really good. There's no definitive bad bond. But I'm sad. I wanted more Roger Moore love. Because, more. More. <laughs> Roger Moore love. I feel like all three of us had a lot of fun during those episodes and we were, were very much praiseful of him compared to some like, oh, Sean Connery's getting old. Well, not old, but he's getting sick of the role. But we were always pretty positive on him. Even Ben, who hated him coming into it. Yeah, I will save a lot of what I have to say till my turn next because, um, again, to steal my thunder. Oh, stop <laughs> spoiling it, Ben. I will refrain from talking anymore. Noah, please rank your next one. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Old buddy. Um, yeah, this guy is very dramatic. Bond, James Bond. Um, he's not... Li- <laughs> I just saw a Skype pitch change. <laughs> um, he is not last. I think he gets underrated, but maybe not so much nowadays. I think people... Are more high on him than uh, more uh, Dalton higher Gets than me out of your head. <laughs> I'm too alluring to forget. Um, yeah, I think people are unfair on him, but nowadays most people are much higher. And maybe Craig had something to do with that. I'm not sure. He is over dramatic, but I really think if he had one more, he kept getting better and better. And some of his one-liners are. Uh, better acted than Lazenby, but are way too dramatic. Um, Living Daylights and all that, Old Buddy and stuff like that. Um, It's just way out there. But I think people forget he also did have comedy. People think that those two films are completely serious, and they are rebooted, but they're not completely out of picture. I mean, come on, we've got nothing to declare. Um, (laughs) It's a good line, Colin, get over it. It's not... (laughs) He's good at the action. He definitely looks the part. Um, some of his smirks are a bit creepy. And I think with a third one, we would have been looking at him higher. So underrated, but definitely not in the top half for me. Timothy Dalton, I really enjoy his two films. But he's kind of forgetful at some point. My dad didn't even know he was Bond. <laughs> didn't you rank License to Kill as your third last? Yeah, and well, You just said I really enjoy his two films. His performance. <laughs> um, Old buddy. <laughs> Canadian friend. I won't have a whole lot to add again until I really rank him, but, I mean, I agree with a lot of what Noah said, a lot more than what Colin said, but um, I'll have even more to add on our old buddy, Timothy, when I get to him. When we I get just Sanchez. Say, <laughs> uh, Noah actually probably has one of the better Timothy Dalton impressions. It's actually quite heard. good. It's pretty decent. I've been practicing. <laughs> Uh, only argument I'll have, and this goes along with what Noah's saying about overly dramatic, 
going back, if people think Timothy Dalton is the Bond from the books, this is not Bond does Shakespeare. It is James Bond by Ian Fleming. Very so, Shakespeare. To be sure, to be sure. Too much. <laughs> What's your favorite Dalton book? Um, <laughs> the one where he did that thing. It's pretty good. Sanchez picked up a gun. <laughs> Name of words. Dario said, honeymoon. <laughs> There actually is a license to kill novelizations. <laughs> Does it have the Can line? Can I just say, though, for a guy who is as eloquent as he is, as well-spoken and as sounds so Shakespearean, why did he have to go, <laughs> Because... Really? Like, the one time he doesn't sound so eloquent, <laughs> but, but, Like, Roger Moore in that role. Della. Sean Connery. Della. Um, Daniel Craig. Della. Are you dead? <laughs> When did Daniel Craig ever squeal like that? <laughs> Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig talks like this, apparently. Daniel Craig would just be the bitch is dead. I don't think any of us could do Pierce Brosnan. Oh, I forgot you, Della. Like. Della. No. Della. He kind of has a raspy, Americanized voice. Bond. James Bond. <laughs> it's amazing is that we, we always. We're going to get it to Pierce a little bit too soon, but just a sidetrack. We always uh, will quote that one, thought I've forgotten, yeah? <laughs> Yet we point out how awkward it sounds and how it doesn't even sound like him in the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh... I love that we're doing impersonations when throughout in our entire 24 films, we never did impersonations. <laughs> never. We never did impersonations, Absolutely not, Noah. What are you talking about? That's quite disgusting of you. But we should have. Oh, buddy. <laughs> now do it as Hillary Bray. Why didn't we do impersonations? I'm George Layton. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, um... I had a lot of guts to come up with this impersonation. You're forgetting the original Bond. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing all these impersonations and nobody has touched Connery. What's wrong? She's just having a rest. Thought you'd forgotten about me. <laughs> I, I'm back. Never forget about me. Old buddy. Uh, <laughs> Della. Della. <laughs> um, all right. the living daylight. <laughs> Old buddy. In fourth place... Uh... <laughs> Roger You've got to take this as a win though, Noah Because as I said, he was not high, this high up on my list a year ago Even six months ago So I think as a Roger Moore fan You've got to count this as a bit of a win that I've got him at four That was my mission statement going into this rewatch Was to turn your opinion around on Roger Moore Well, I think it was in our 80s one That you, you had a separate question for me asking about it And I, I think like I always just had this negative opinion of him because I think, realistically, the, the ones that I would watch the most were the ones that he was at his oldest. So I'd always be watching A View to a Kill. I'd always be watching For Your Eyes Only, you know, and very rarely would I go back and watch the sort of the 70s ones. And, you know, Moonraker had left a sour taste in my mouth. You know, it had been a long time since I'd seen The Spy Who Loved Me, Live and Let Die, Man with a Golden Gun, and, you know, I'd, Octopussy I'd seen, like, once in my entire life. So, I mean, I think watching these in continuous order... 
and just getting to see him, you know, literally go from an old man to an elderly man. Like it was, you know, it was, it was a bit different, but I grew to appreciate the style of film. And when you appreciate that really campy bond in sort of the seventies and early eighties, you can appreciate Roger Moore a little bit better. And like, I think we said at the top of this episode, every bond has their own trope and their thing that makes them who they are. And, I mean, when we get to the top two, I, you know, my top two is based on who I think is sort of the every James Bond who, you know, captures every element of all the Bonds. Whereas I think sort of my bottom four um, particularly have a very one-sided approach to it. Like, yeah, they've got other elements of Bond that they bring, but, you know, you always think of Roger Moore as a campy, funny Bond. You know, you always think of him that way. You know, he's not sort of a an all-round James Bond. But I enjoy him for what he is. I enjoy him and appreciate him a lot more than I did more than he did. And I think sort of even outside the franchise, like, he actually seems like a genuinely nice guy who's still sort of actually... A genuine Felix. A, genu- a genuinely <laughs> Felix nice guy. Um, and he, like, he you know, doesn't sort of shy away from the role. Like, he's one of these actors who will be like, yeah, I was James Bond, I'll talk about James Bond. Whereas, like, I think, like, Dalton, Connery, you know, these people sort of are like, oh, I wasn't James Bond, what are you talking about? Um, so, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> James Bond, what's that? And, you know, Craig's already saying that and he still hasn't even left the role of James Bond. So, but Come on, Roger Moore, one line. Yeah, right. Yeah, we we talked Women about that. drivers. Absolutely, Roger Moore. I will. Yeah, for for sure. Say he is the best deliverer of one-liners in all of James Bond history. Um, and like he gave some great performances. Spy Who Loved Me. We talked about that. I mean, that ended up the number one film on our overall list. And you know, there's great acting in that in that movie from him, and um, not necessarily the other people in it. But he he's a he's a pretty well-rounded actor too in a lot of his films. And I agree with what you said, Colin, in terms of A View to a Kill. Like, I mean, I absolutely love A View to a Kill. And, yeah, the guy's, like, 117. But, you know, for what he's doing in that movie for his age, I think, you know, he seems to be doing a fairly good job at it for a guy who should be in a nursing home eating strained peas. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I just want to say one more thing on, like we were saying, Ben, about how, you know, he loves to talk about James Bond. So, I mean, he wrote a book on James Bond. So this is kind of turning into, I guess, the appreciation of the actors now. And... I can remember this was years ago. I mean, this was probably around the time Pierce Brosnan just started. So I wasn't even <clears throat> that familiar with James Bond yet. And Roger Moore was here in, in my hometown, Winnipeg, <gasps> doing some type of play for like a week or two or something like that. And he was on a, a radio show in the morning. And I remember, you know, maybe my mom was tuning into it. It's like, oh, this is a big deal. Roger Moore's on, not really knowing much about him and them just talking about James Bond. And them getting him to quote the names Bond, James Bond line, and him doing it and with so much joy, and Bond, that was like James twenty Bond. years ago. So I would be delighted. And of course, to. <laughs> he, he's he was. Uh, I mean, he was already you know ten years removed from the part there, and he's even more into it now. So we love Roger Moore, yes. even if he's not ranked in our top. And three. I think that's an important thing to note, just quickly, is that I mean, from my perspective, I I, I like that about any sort of film, you know actor who has played an iconic role that they can still after all these years embrace what they did like I mean you know it's not just I mean James Bond obviously is a key one but you know you look at any you know like somebody's played Batman or Superman or any iconic role the ones who kind of shun them shun the fans away from that they played that you kind of I get a bit of a negative opinion about them about that because it's like well come on you know if I was George Lazenby I mean the guy lives off the fact that he was James Bond but like <laughs> I mean even if I played an iconic role in one film that wasn't necessarily big you still can say hey I was James Bond for one film I mean that's kind of cool so just and 
he doesn't shy away from it, but he also doesn't flog it. No, everything he does, like conventions, every George Lace, day. It's not George Lazy to be rocking up at every single comic book store. <laughs> I was James Bond. Go away, George. Yeah, but in 15 years' time, we're not seeing Craig at the convention. No. Maybe. Risk cut. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And it's Colin's turn. What? Didn't I just go? <laughs> really? No, uh, Ben just talked about Roger Moore. Moore, Roger Moore. Yeah, that was four. So oh, number three. Been... Okay, we're into the top three now. <laughs> Hasn't this and... just flown by? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, these are my three guys where I can go to any time and say these are the best James Bonds. And I'm making a last-minute decision here on my number What's two and number three. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be delighted to, Colin. It's, it's time to time to resurrect Timothy Dalton. He really does deserve <gasps> to be higher. Ben made such a good argument on oh, him. buddy. <laughs> no, but honestly, up until about five minutes ago, I was on board with a different actor. And I'm switching my vote at the last minute here. Um, and I'll say exactly what I said at the beginning of this, that I am pretty much split on these three guys and i think there's definitely something they each bring to the role and one guy you know brings charisma and one guy brings uh, humor one guy brings you know great dramatic uh skills and i think the dramatic one is right now it's more fresh and it's more recent and i'm very impressed by him but i think Coming off of Spectre as the most recent one, you guys are talking about how, you know, it was definitely his best performance, and I agree. I also just don't think that it's, at this point, iconic enough, and that's partly... I'm I'm going against my own argument earlier on where I said that a Bond who's the recent one or the one who's on his way out suddenly becomes a little less popular because people want something new. I'm probably the biggest Daniel Craig defender on here. He would have been in my number two spot five minutes ago. But I kind of agree with my earlier statement. I think because this is still the middle of the Daniel Craig era, it doesn't feel as iconic. And here we are ranking these iconic James Bonds. And I just feel like the other two guys probably feel a little bit more iconic to me. And I'm probably going to regret this later on. And my wife's going to kill me uh, for doing this. But I'm putting Daniel Craig down a notch and ranking him at number three. But just to go on the positive now, I don't think there's any actor out there with the skills that he has, nobody pulls off a dramatic role like this. I can't think of any of these actors who could do something like Casino Royale, who could do something like Skyfall, Spectre. I certainly can't think of any of these guys who could do Quantum Solace justice, period. <laughs> Neither did Daniel but, Craig. <laughs> well, I'm going to say Daniel Craig did it better than any of these other guys could have, because I don't think Sean Connery could have ever done that, so I give him credit for that. <laughs> And I actually do think he pulls off the humor really well. It's a different sense of humor. It's very dry, but I always get a laugh out of his one-liners and his jokes. And sometimes the more awkward they are, the better. And even I keep bringing up, even going back to Casino Royale, there was, you know, the the stuff that he had with Vesper. The you know, I, I'm not into you. You're not my type because you're you're available. You're single and stuff like that. And, he brought so many things to the James Bond role that had never really been there, but were always intended by Ian Fleming. So full props to Daniel Craig, but also an explanation as to why I just moved him down a spot. 
I'd like to move uh, on. Well, I actually wrote up predictions for both of you for where I think you put each six people, and so far I was doing, got it exactly right, but I had Daniel Craig at second for you. Um, and a different Five minutes ago, you would have been right. <laughs> you you saw my list. You changed it. Just That's right. I did this just to mess with Noah and his precognitive abilities. Yeah. Um, because I thought you were, you are the biggest supporter of him on this show, uh, but I thought you were, had him possibly even first, um, as a lot of people do. But again, I don't dislike him. I, I've stated my reasons why he's fifth for me, um, but I do agree with a lot of your comments, and I think he set the precedent for anyone else to come in the room. Daniel Craig's hot. Next. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <or, laughs> Um, all right, number three for me is someone who I feel like I'm the only person who's going to have them at number three, and I had their films much lower than everyone else. Um, they are my James Bond, but it doesn't mean I, they're my favourite. There's still some things that annoy me about them, but Pierce Brosnan, Ooh, he has the comedy. He, he looks him and Sean Connery the two that look the part to me the best compared to what I picture what the part would be. Uh, he does the action. He's got the one-liners. Um, there's just something off about it, and I can never pinpoint it. But I don't dislike. As I said, these are all interchangeable. He's the top tier. Uh, for the longest time, he was the role. Uh, from when I first started watching through to the video games after Die Another Day and stuff like that, and. I still kind of see him as the definitive one over Daniel Craig, even though I don't have him at number one. He is James Bond to me, just because that's what I grew up with. Um, so definitely raises him a bit because of that reason, and he is the full package, but I just like the other two a bit better. Really, that's probably the only thing that puts him third, is I like the other two better. But it wasn't really a question that he would be in the top half, though. So Pierce Brosnan, who I know I'm going to have the lowest out of everyone. Noel Groves is a dickhead. Move on. <laughs> it's third place. <laughs> There's nowhere else to move. Um, yeah, Ben's throwing a bit of a hissy fit here. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you can't really fault somebody for ranking somebody third. That puts them in the top three. And I think that all of us this was the james bond we've discussed this at length this is the james bond we did grow up with and uh yeah i mean it's i had him in third you know five minutes ago like i said uh oh i just spoiled it there you go but (laughs) (laughs) oh wow no but i'll give my explanation in a second uh but yeah i mean everything noah said is complimentary so don't worry ben (laughs) I won't, Colin. <laughs> I do think, even though his ending was sad, how he got fired, I was fine with four. I don't know if we needed five Brosnans. Cool. Uh, I think you could never have enough Brosnans. I think he's a guy like Roger Moore who could have gone on forever, but I'm happy with the four he had, and that does include Die Another Day, <laughs> because every Bond needs to have that one really bad movie you can laugh at. <laughs> or two, in Timothy Dalton's case. <sighs> Speaking of Timothy Dalton, we move into third. Um, (laughs) 
Now, I was, oh, I was so, so tempted to put this person above another person. And had I done that, I honestly think that my reaction to Noah would have been extended about 100 times over by the two people on this episode. They would have disconnected me from Double Oz 7. They would have fired me. <laughs> And I would have been, um, you know, expelled to Spectre, etc. But um, <laughs> I, I am the biggest defender of this guy. I think that, you know, I, I, as I always say, I think he was the original sort of serious Bond, you know, dark Bond. And I think he does it so much better than Daniel Craig because he does have humour, as Noah pointed out. Yeah, he has an awkward smile, but, like, he looks the part of James Bond. And I might not have read the books, but I can imagine that as a literary person, he would make a good James Bond. Um, and he's got... As you get laughs from the two people who have read all the books. He's got great one-liners. He does. Um, and nothing to declare what? is a classic one-line. Get stuffed, Colin Hilding. It's amazing. Bring up a second one, then. Let's hear these classics. I've got nothing Pluralize. to declare. Old buddy. Yes, uh, money, penny. Love to listen to your Barry Manilow collection. <laughs> But, but like, you know, sort of going back to what I was saying about Daniel Craig, like, Daniel Craig's hot, we get it, but like, there's no charisma. Dalton's got charisma. And, yes, you can laugh at me what I'm about to say. He has great charisma and great chemistry with his female leads. Oh, Ben, you're terrible. Blah, 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 blah. But he's believable as somebody who I feel has those connections with people. There, there are Bond films, like some of the more films, where it's just so forced that he's got to be in love or be, get with, you know, good head. I mean, whatever. Like... Dalton gets good head and gets the girl at the same time, and that's all we need to know. Um, Timothy Dalton, I'm putting in at third. He very, very, very nearly was my second, but I I reneged on that one. But um, I really wish we had seen him in a third film, not at the expense of Brosnan. I wish that we had have had that 1992 one, whatever it was called, um, and just to see what he could have done with it, because I feel that he would have been much more appreciated as a James Bond had he done a third one. And um, he's often overlooked. I think sometimes he's more overlooked than Lazenby in the history of the Bond franchise, because everyone's always like, oh, that random Lazenby, because the film's so memorable, whereas so many people are quick to dismiss Dalton and the two films he did. But I love both films he did. I think License to Kill is a great film. I'm the only defender of that film on this podcast. And, um, yes, uh, I wish we had a scene more. Go, Timothy Dalton. Hashtag Team Dalton. This is why I say Ben says things that make me angry. Because... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I Dalton's even said pressure. some positive things about Dalton. And you Name couldn't one. defend those positive things. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm sure I did say something. But anyways, there are some positive things on Dalton. But the arguments you choose to make are for his humor and his chemistry with his female co-stars and his one-liners. Yes. (laughs) Take it away, Noah. (laughs) Noah left again. Where's the BRB in here? Another great Noah Groves one-liner. Um... Up there was some oh, Daniel Craig's best. <laughs> uh, oh wait, he is there. I wouldn't put him in the top half. Um, and and even he didn't. Though, <laughs> yeah, even though I agree, even though like I'm not upset that Ben put him third, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of Ben's points. Even though we do <laughs> share a, a mutual respect for Timothy Dalton, um, uh, but. Yeah, well, it's a subjective list, but I I think third is a better spot for him than sixth. So I don't think he's the worst. 
All right, so up to number two, which I semi-spoiled in the last one, who was supposed to originally be my number three. And again, I'll have nothing but positive things to say. I won't have one negative thing to say about this man, even though a lot of people do. Uh, the only negative thing I'll say is that I don't think that he really can ever be the greatest James Bond, just because everything that he does do... I always felt that Pierce Brosnan was kind of like the successor to Sean Connery. Um, and I think he's the only Bond who really did that, who just fits in with another Bond. But at the same time, I could say he's the successor to Roger Moore because he's the only other guy who can really handle any type of one-liner and you get some type of a laugh out of it. I think that what holds him back from number one is only that he's not the absolute greatest at anything in Bond, but he is so good at everything he does. And it's not just because he was the Bond that I was brought up on, but that plays a large part of it. I think every person that I've asked, who's your favorite James Bond, they'll always go back to the one that they were first introduced to, whether it was Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, um, Timothy Dalton. Um, but David Niffen. David Niffen. <laughs> Barry Nelson. <laughs> All those old Climax fans who are still clinging to Barry Nelson uh, as Barry the definitive Nelson Bond. Barry Nelson was amazing. Um, I, yeah, I can't say anything bad about him except for the fact that he's not really the greatest at anything other than, I mean, he, he probably is the most handsome James Bond we've ever had. Um, oh, we, I, okay. I my feelings very clear on that. Jamie's still in the room right now. <laughs> she should be very nervous. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love to have seen, you know, I was saying that I think that he could have kept doing more movies. He could have done a fifth but that the four he had were enough. But in a way, I kind of look back on that now, and I think, no, I I wish that he had had just that one where he could do something very different from what we've seen before. And I think his movies are too fair, uh, too much unfairly criticized as being just your typical Bond movies. Not great, but not terrible either. And I don't think that's really fair, because I think he had some really great ones. But they weren't movies that necessarily stand out. and that's So I'm kind of making more arguments against him, even though I said I can't, I can't say anything say bad about him. About him. Well... <laughs> I I love Pierce Brosnan, and it's not just because I was brought up on him. I think that I would rather watch any Pierce Brosnan movie that is not James Bond, as bad as it may be, than I would watch any Sean Connery movie that's, you know, some of the better Sean Connery movies. I would rather watch, if I see a Pierce Brosnan movie that's just direct to Netflix and it's a terrible movie, I'll watch it any day of the week. Um, and this is the one I was brought up on. This is the James Bond I'll always be most attached to, and that maybe that is why he's ranked this high. But he's my number two. Uh, that, that was a good observation that he's not really the best at anything, even though he's good at everything. Um, that he's not really known as the certain like Connery is the the whatever the suave kind of one, more's the comedy and all that. Um, but Brosnan, I guess you'd call him the action Bond, is probably his most well known thing because he killed like a hundred people in Goldeneye, and he. Um, does that kind of, but even Craig is coming into that role too. Um, but yeah, I didn't really have much negative to say, but that is a really good observation that he's great at everything, but the best at nothing. Colin Hilding is a dickhead. Except for being Irish. The end. And now we know Ben's number one. Even though it's going to be one spot different to what you ranked, he is a dickhead. (laughs) And I just bumped him up a spot 
passing Daniel Craig. Well, still, you know, that's... Ben right, was I the think one it's who Daniel this two. episode by saying, yes, this is a subjective list. <laughs> I'm sulky. Comment. Now every round, he's a dickhead. <laughs> uh, at number two, it is the guy who started it all. Oh! Ah! The best, the very best, Barry Nelson. <laughs> Psych! <laughs> um, yeah, care to guess what my number two is, just out of curiosity? Um, so that's not... <laughs> I don't... Well, I, I honestly thought both of you would have the same number one, but if you're legitimately about to put the number two, I think you're going to put it number two, then I'm, I'm shocked. It was a Barry Nelson prank, but... <laughs> I'm guessing it might be me, Noah. Is Noah stalling because he can't remember his number two? <laughs> What's that oh, guy's name, Dr. No? Either uh... you wanted to guess, but for some reason you two are so against guessing. What's that guy's I, well, name? No, I just, I've honestly that... forgotten what yours are. I'm Gold having trouble finger. remembering my first oh, we played that guy, Bond, I think his name was. Um... <laughs> All right, well, I've got Sean Connery and Roger Moore left. Um... Oh, I think you're going to put Connery in number two. Yeah, I think that Barry Nelson prank confused Ben a bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to read. He Shut up! How to read yet. <laughs> don't play games with him. Uh, well, maybe I didn't confuse him too much. It's the guy that started it all. Uh, Ian Fleming. <laughs> uh, he's Scottish. He's amazing. He's the definitive James Bond. Uh, maybe a surprise that I put him here because I'll get to my number one in a bit. Um, so much good things to say. The only really negative things is you only live twice. He kind of fell flat. Diamonds are forever a bit as well, but he had fun with that one. <laughs> never say never again. Uh, but he birthed the role, and if he wasn't in the role, maybe it wouldn't even be around to this day. Um, he does the action, the suaveness, the one-liners, all amazing. Uh Probably a year ago, he would have been my number one, even though it's a cliche answer. I don't like to go with the cliche answers all the time. Although, not like Ben, where, oh, you picked that, so I can't. Um, but, uh, yeah, so much good things to say. I think Dr. No is, even though he gets better, he's just the most like the book Bond ever. Um, I don't know what you've got to say on that, Ben, but... Um, and then Goldfinger is just the definitive performance of a James Bond. Um, so, again, at the start of this episode, I said you could flip my one and two if you wanted to because they're both equal, really. Uh, the other one just gets above for reasons I'll get into, but he is James Bond. When you think James Bond, you think Sean Connery. And it is disappointing that he's so against the role nowadays, even though he did the From Russia With Love video game somehow. Uh but he is amazing, even in his lesser performances. Like, you only live twice when he dressed as an Asian man and went, oh, hell is a mess. He was still good then. Um, so he just tops Pierce Brosnan just for birthing it all and for being amazing. The amazing thing that I will say, because I'll save anything to say about him in just a moment, but um, I honestly thought that we went into this and both of you would have him at number one. And the fact that we're going to end this and all three of us have a different number one, I wasn't expecting that. So, um, Well, I was not expecting... Well, Colin will get into his number one, but it's different to my prediction. Well, I, I predicted that he would easily have Connor at number one. That's what I was always going to go with. But whatever, that's, that's me. I, I know my Canadians. Ooh. <laughs>
Um, That's all you want to say? Well, I'm, I'm saving it I mean, we're, I'll be next, so... <laughs> yeah, well, you we're are all going to cover this guy in about five seconds, I think, so... Uh, <laughs> well, it's your turn, well, Ben. All right, well, at number minutes. two, uh, <laughs> he started I'll cover it all... because I'm next. Well, it is you. <laughs> he started it all. Uh, it's Barry Nelson. Ha, 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 ha. Sorry to stealing jokes. <laughs> um, look, Sean Connery, he whoever will be people's you know, epitome of James. Like, he was the man. Everyone who ever starts in a role will always be that person. And Sean Connery will always be the definitive James Bond. And I agree with pretty much everything that Noah said. Um, you know, I mean, I've grown a, a found, newfound appreciation for a lot of his films because I would always be the one who'd watch the newer ones rather than the older ones. But, you know, for, know. for what they are, they're, they're still fantastic films. I mean, I'm not as high up on Dr. Noah as you two are, but obviously, you know, we From Rush With Love, Goldfinger, an amazing film, Thunderbolt, eh. um, and You Only Live Twice, you know, it, it is what it is. I like Diamonds Are Forever like Noah does. But then there is this big wet stain that is Never Say Never Again. And like I said I said in that episode that it just diminishes him as a James Bond big for me. Big jar of Bond's urine. It's, it's just like, well, legitimately, he kills somebody with a jar of urine. Like, I mean, like, can you just <laughs> fathom that in your head right now? But hey, you were also the one who said that, that that's not a James Bond film. Well, it's not a James Bond film, but the fact that he came back in spite of... Of, of it all to play this role just as a fuck you and then what 20 years later he comes back to play from Russia with like, like the guy is a bipolar bond like um you know oh, that's not your quote Ben that's Ben that's Colin's quote but he like he will always be James Bond but I just can't put him at number one and it's not just because of never say never again I just he is a complete James Bond. He's charismatic, he's suave, he's action, he's one-liners. Just like him and Brosnan, to me, are the two that are the most complete James Bonds. But when I get to Brosnan, I'll say why I think he's a more complete Bond than Sean Connery. But, you know, it's kind of what Colin said. You can't really say anything negative about him except for Never Say Never Again. Um, But if I completely take that away from it and be like, hey, that's not a James Bond film... But it's kind of also going back to what I was saying about, you know, Roger Moore. Like, again, as Noah pointed out, like, outside of, of this, I mean, he just, he will not talk about it. He just will, he's so against James Bond. And, yeah, I can understand the reasons, fair enough. But, you know, this is a guy who is the original James Bond you would love. I and mean, this would be like if, you know, Mark Hamill didn't want to talk about Luke Skywalker or something like that. It kind of just, it, as a fanboy, it, it makes you a bit upset. Because you would love to see Connery just right now be like, Yes, Jimmy Fallon, I'm going to sit down and talk to you about Jane. Maybe not Jimmy Fallon, but like, I don't know, somebody. He's going to sit down and talk about James Bond for an hour as like a. What is yes, he? I did. I'm not a black man. What is he about? Like 80 years old now. So, you know, you'd, you'd love to see him do that now, but it's never. He's older than that, isn't he? <laughs> How old is Connery? <laughs> not as old as Roger Moore. Uh, good question. Um, I think he's nearly 90. But yeah, Roger Moore. Uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> 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 so we talked about 80 and you just um, yeah I, I think of old men I'm straight to Roger Moore but yeah Sean Connery number 2 he's 86 this year by the way if anybody's keeping oh, track good on him uh, I also just want to say it's kind of funny that you brought the Mark Hamill comparison because Sean Connery still had more dialogue in a 
Russia will love video game than Mark Hamill did in the entire Star Wars Episode Seven. So <laughs> maybe he does. Uh, uh, maybe he does love James but Bond more than that we thought. That one look that um, Mark Hamill has in the Force Awakens was enough to get you excited. Whereas Kim, Connery, yeah. in, I haven't played the video game. Completely so agree. Connery will always talk about the Force Awakens. I love. <laughs> I can imagine the for Russia would love video game is just dialogue. What is this video game? What do you mean people are pressing <laughs> buttons? PlayStation <laughs> Two. <laughs> What, what happened you? to PlayStation 1? What's a disc? Well, they put it in there. How do they do that? Where is the video cassette? <laughs> you can't turn a man into a computer. Press start. What? <laughs> New game. Save our game. Options. All <laughs> settings. <laughs> Press X Read to manual. <laughs> Is this that World of Warcraft I keep hearing so much about? Can you imagine, seriously, that phone Square call? Jump. Like, Sean Connery's agent rings him up. Uh, yes, Sean, how you going? Um, we've got this offer for you to play James Bond again. Wait, just hang on, let me finish. Um, It's in a video, a video game. What is this? <laughs> Tetris. I'll do it. <laughs> what is this sorcery you speak Circle to shoot. <laughs> Yeah, I think they tricked him into it. He had no idea what he was doing. Uh, Sean, come around to the audio recording booth. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. How did Level get two. my bloody hair back on my head? Xbox. What's this box of X? GameCube. Xbox. More like sex box. <laughs> box galore. <laughs> Just like with your mother, Trebek. That's a PlayStation 2 and you've had your six. I don't like video <laughs> games. I got beaten by one and never say never again. <laughs> it was called domination. <laughs> it was that. So we can now tell the never say never again. He wrote that scene into the movie because he loves video games. He's an avid video yeah, game. Sean Cody only did that film because of the video games. <laughs> and he only did the game because he loves games. He's up to 2 a.m. in the morning with Cheetos all over him. Noob. <laughs> On the sex box. <laughs> Let's play Minecraft. I am the king of Xbox. <laughs> it really has a sort of the impersonation hour here. I'm owning some noobs. What about me playing a video game? <laughs> oh, Sean, mind if I come over and play some illuminating old video buddy, game? can I play too? I like GameCube, old buddy. Thought I forgot you, eh? He had a lot I've of got a Game Boy Color. <laughs> this is basically them playing Call of Duty together. <laughs> it's a, it's a land slash party my wrist with all the video games. <laughs> You're sorry, sorry. I'd rather slash my wrist. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> and okay. after I finish filming Climax, I'll come over and play some video games. <laughs> Insert the other guy, Nivens. I'm going to play Pong. <laughs> Pulls pants down. UFO arrives. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Idris Elba. Can I join? What no. about Toby Stevens? Thought, you know, play a bit of video games. Yeah, Idris Elba, get out. You're taking out jobs. How does Idris, Idris Elba took even, jobs. How does it even sound? I've never heard Idris Elba speak. I'm Idris Elba. <laughs> What are you doing? 
I just love, they need to get a clip of Idris Elba and then the South Park. They took our drugs! They took our gyms! I just pictured Toby Stevens having like the uh, continue with a question mark come up at the screen. Of course I want to bloody continue! <laughs> just a bloody game, Miranda! <laughs> Have we met before? We're going to play fencing on the PlayStation 2! I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> Do you mind? Nobody I see you've come undone. <laughs> Press X, Miranda. Hi, I'm Plenty. Plenty of Xbox. <laughs> wow, we've really <laughs> totally lost it. The last I'm five minutes. Where have you ever thought? <laughs> this is, that's the tagline for this episode. Ever imagine what it'd be like if James Bond actors played video games together? I just need to see the footage of all the actors joining together to play James Bond Legends on the PlayStation 3 with Idris Elba outside the window trying to get in. I'm sorry, but I think we all were just just hoping we wouldn't be the one to drop the I'm plenty, plenty of Xbox. <laughs> that is the defining uh, comedic genius. That's our episode title right there. there. I'm plenty of Xbox. Plenty of Xbox. <laughs> And we didn't think we'd get much humor out of the rankings episodes. <laughs> I'm going to move on Just to my number bloody one. bloody game, old buddy, Colin. <laughs> uh, I've only got one person left to talk about, but just to recap Idris in Silver. case anybody's following along here. My number six was Timothy Awkward Smile uh, uh, Dalton. Number my number six. five was George Hillary Bray... Uh, did my voice Lazenby. My number four was Roger Moore, and I still love him. Uh, number three, swapping places and dropping down a notch because of an argument I was making in favor of him worked against me. Daniel Craig. Number two, Pierce Brosnan, the man I grew up loving and still get a boner for watching <laughs> <laughs> Leaving only Sean Connery. And Ooh. funny enough, you both said, you know, how the the bad movies he made, or Ben, you were talking about Never Say Never Again, and I actually, I think I dislike You Only Live Twice even more than, uh, well, I'm not going to say more than Never Say Never Again, but as far as his performance goes, I would say I dislike the performance in You Only Live Twice more than his performance in Diamonds Are Forever. Ah, it's not even just because of the whole uh, Japanese Bond stuff. I just think that I've never seen a lazier Bond than him and Yulia Twice. And if you ask Sean Connery what his laziest performance was, he'd probably admit it and he'd be proud of. Yeah, I, I gave that movie no. Much sure his love video game. <laughs> <laughs> what a video game! Domination. But the fact that Sean Connery can have bad performances. I mean, we talked about how you guys were saying how Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah, well, Quantum Assaults wasn't that great. Or, oh, he didn't come into his own until Spectre. I mean, Sean Connery had, I would think, bad performances beyond even that as James Bond. And yet it's the good ones he has that are so good that it just stands out above it. I don't think it's just because he was the original James Bond that I would rank him as number one. I just think that he is that character. And it's funny because when you do read the books, if you're really just going to analyze the character that Ian Fleming wrote, Sean Connery isn't really that type of guy. And yet... Every time I read a Bond book, I always try to picture one of the different actors. And I, I like to think, okay, I'm reading Live and Let Die here. I know that Roger Moore did the movie, but what would it be like if George Lazenby did Live and Let Die? And I try to imagine George Lazenby 
you know, as the character. Get you the and Felix Leiter. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, what always happens is by the end of the book, I'm always back picturing Sean Connery in my head, and that is because he is James Bond. And I don't think that the original is always the best. I just had this conversation with somebody the other day and brought up some instances where the original is not always the best, uh, just because they're the one you're introduced to. I just think that Sean Connery is this character so much in those first four movies that uh, anything he did after that didn't matter. There's no tarnishing a legacy like that. I agree with everything you said. Even you only know, twice his bad performance is so good. No, I can't get enough of Connery. I will all. The 60s is my favourite decade. It's the most definitive. It is James Bond, Sean Connery in the 60s films. Uh, so, yeah, I agree from the get-go, Dr. No. And it was the second Bond I was introduced to, so completely agree. You could make Connery my number one and I'd be fine. I guess I'll just quickly add that I didn't sort of add in my argument before, but, um, you know, like, he also should... Yeah, he got bored in some of his episodes, so... Uh, episodes, movies. Um, <laughs> there were episodes. Of- James Bond TV show, <laughs> video game episodes. Um, but you know, and you could tell it was just his interest was waning in them, and like, you just just go home, Sean, if you're going to do that. But you know, even Roger Moore was like 717 and could be a bit enthusiastic about it. But yeah, anyway. All right, well, now I'm to my number one, which I'm sure you've all figured out. But just to recap, number six, uh, he had a lot of guts. It was George Lazenby. Uh, number five, uh, he's probably going to slit his wrists after this. It's Daniel Craig. Um, number four it is uh, our old buddy, Smirky Smirky, scared the living daylights, nothing to declare, Timothy Dalton. Number three, top of the morning to you, uh, it's Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is Video Game Master, uh, Sean Connery. And number one, drumroll, he is the first ever black James Bond. It is interesting. <laughs> no. Uh, Roger Moore. <gasps> I don't know if it's shock or if you guys knew I was going to do that. Um, I was very high. He yes, you were very high. <laughs> it's, it's only been... I think we were during some of those Roger Moore films that we recorded. Um, but, yeah, Guy Hamilton was. But it's changed after this rewrite. He would, probably would have been my number two, Connery number one, but this has changed cause, just because I think people take things way too seriously sometimes. And it's all subjective, but what I like is fun James Bond films. I don't want super serious ones. I don't want a Casino Royale every single time. It's good for a one-off, but we don't need it all the time. Um, and he had fun with it, plus he was the perfect replacement because even his... People forget that he's not always comedy. He does serious quite well. And I'm calling it right now, Spy Love Me is the best performance from any of the actors ever as James Bond. Uh just his range from the comedy, like that scene in the car with all those things, the action fighting against Jaws and on that boat, the emotional stuff with Anya and when she confesses about killing her boyfriend and stuff like that. People just label him, and they label all of them, but they label him more so unfairly as more the so. comedy. And and also some of the comedy stuff is his films, not just him. Yeah, he's the king of one-liners and he does some goofy stuff sometimes. But people forget that the the parrot is not his performance and stuff like that. He is not the pigeon double. <laughs> that parrot. was Roger Moore in that parrot suit. 
Yeah, and I think <laughs> just because of the films put him down. But if you isolate his performance, he does the action. He's hilarious. Even though he's not what I picture as what he, Bond would look like, he sort of is, but not brown hair and not 80 years old. Even when he is older, he delivers. Um, I think he gets unfairly uh, criticised and people just label him. But even when he is the campy comedy, he does it better than anyone else and he is amazing. We were cracking up at his quotes for five minutes just before. Um, and I think, I would argue, we had more fun with him as Bond than any of the Bonds we ever talked about. Um, so I'm starting the Roger Moore fan club and it really hurts me that I see people put him down the bottom on, like, pretty much everyone. Like, and I don't know if it was always like that. I always thought he was considered to be one of the best, but nowadays he is viewed as easily one of the worst and it hurts me. It breaks my heart. Like, <laughs> what? How do what? I How do heartbroken there? <laughs> Well, you, you did it's say that it. Ben's opinions make you angry. <laughs> so <laughs> Ben's opinions hurt you. It really hurts me, people. Just like him. Just like Roger Moore. Because <laughs> I don't know what happened, and I'm not sure if it's the Craig Craig changing people's opinions on what Bond should be or why people don't like him as much anymore. It sucks. Um, he is one of the most important figures, and I agree with everything he said, how he wrote a book and he's still active. <laughs> he wrote a book. <laughs> that, makes yeah, him, that makes him the best book ever. He wrote a book. He not only reads books, he writes them. Well, and in all seriousness, it is a very good book. I've actually read that one. You have? <laughs> sure. I own it. I looked at the cover. Um, <laughs> but even then, I bought like the comic collection of all the old comics from the fifties, and he even wrote like the forward in it and that. He does stuff, and he's not Please changing enjoy his tweets. comic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of like that. Uh, he only talked about the comics related to his film. There are pictures in it. Um, yeah, but and then even he, each time a new film comes out, he gives his mini Twitter reviews and he goes along and sees them. And, um, and see. You mentioned Roger Moore rocking up. One adult to Spectre, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a large popcorn and a good Coke. one. <laughs> Can I get the official Spectre sippy cup? <laughs> I want to sip it. I would have seen the midnight screening, but it was past my bedtime. When, when did he become Yoda? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was Jar Jar Binks. Um, oh, I no. but yeah, no, no, like, no. he tweets his opinions on the new songs. He tweets his opinions on the new films, and he's pretty active. He follows people and <laughs> like follows related people. to James Bond. Stalks them, does he? <laughs> When's he going to follow us? I'm going to chase you down the street, Noah. Well, he was going to until you two had him fourth. Uh, so I hope I've at least made a strong case. I should have really written some notes rather than just wing this because there's probably more I'm missing about him. More. more. Roger Moore. <laughs> more. More. What was it? More credit. Um, but I don't really have too many negative things because the comedy stuff doesn't bother me and people mistake his films for his performance as well and even the films the campy goofy ones i like um that is a valid criticism except for that's the stuff that i like in these films i don't like the super brooding seriousness so i don't have too much to criticize about him really uh he's not very good with the ladies that's probably the one a genuine first place ranking <laughs> I am honoured. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> Keeping the ranking. There up. is one thing I want to. Plus, he's a one... sir. So is he Connery. Is. But yeah. like, is Connery? Yeah. 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 There is one more thing sir I want Timothy to add. To what, what you're saying on um, 
on Roger Moore. Like, I think the one thing that people need to remember is we're ranking the greatest James Bond, and being James Bond has a lot more to do than just the performance you have in it. I mean, you're owning a character. You are that person, and you're representing the movie series. And I think we've all given him credit for that. But I have to honestly say, even though I would rather watch a Pierce Brosnan movie any day of the week, even though I'd rather... Uh, you know, watch Daniel Craig as James Bond or Sean Connery. I think if there's one of these actors I'd want to sit down and just talk with for an hour about James Bond, Roger Moore's the guy, hands down. I would be uh, what about Colin? Sean Connery? Tell us about, uh, yeah, I'll make you a cup of tea. Um, <laughs> you like a Sean cinema? Connery, tell us about when you recorded from Russia I Love. <laughs> oh, it was the best time of my life. <laughs> Daniel Craig, I'd slip my wrists. I will also say it probably helps Roger Moore that Bond was towards the end of his career, so he wasn't trying to do heaps of films after to get away from the role. That was also at the end of George Lazenby's career, too, and he was only 25. <laughs> That's the beginning and um, the end. <laughs> um, but that probably helped him as to why he's more into it and more active, just a guess, but that probably... I, I could not name one film that he's been in after James Bond. <laughs> or beforehand, probably. The same... Well, that was a... Was he in the Saint movie? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I thought you were talking just about after. Um. All right. So, well, my list. Uh, in sixth place, he had a lot of guts being in six Lazenby. Fifth place... <laughs> Do you want to think of something original? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're copying again. Fifth place, he's got to slit his wrist, Daniel Craig. <laughs> Fourth place, uh, he couldn't get any more. Roger Moore, um, third place, um, it's my old buddy, Timothy Dalton, uh, second place, uh, whatever Noah this said. This is what about- happens when Ben can't copy. <laughs> he just has nothing to say. Uh, it's my old buddy, Timothy Dalton. <laughs> second place, whatever Noah said about video games, Sean Connery. And <laughs> in first place, um, my man, the man, um, the the one person who's allergic to pepper and needs a Heimlich maneuver by Robin Williams. It is uh, Pierce Brosnan. <gasps> um, I just think, and I said this during our Brosnan recaps. This guy just is the everyman James Bond. He captivates every element of the character. He's charismatic. He's funny. He's sexy. He can be serious. He's action. You know, he can deliver one-liners. You know, even the bad one-liners that you guys didn't particularly like. I think he still delivers them well. He's passionate about the role. I mean, this guy had to get fired from James Bond. I mean, go back and watch the Everything or Nothing documentary and just how excited he was, like how devastated he was to miss out in the role, how excited he was to get the role, and how devastated he was to miss out in the role. And, I mean, this is a guy who... People often say, like, he had shit material to work with, but he made it work. I mean, half the reason why I love his film so much is because he makes them work. You know, uh, like, Die Another Day, I think that's one of his strongest performances as James Bond, and overlooking how shit a lot of what is in that film is, I still think he makes that work. And, I mean, this guy can still sit back and laugh at the fact that he was on a blue screen surfing a melting glacier, and he'll be the first to just have a laugh about it, but don't give a shit because he just loves his role so much. And he just, like, you were talking, Noah, about Spy Love Me being one of the best acted or the best acted. You know, I'd put an argument for The World Is Not Enough being one of the best acted. I mean, the scenes in that film that he does, I mean, he's got to have so much range in that film. He's got to be, you know, everything. There's some very serious scenes in that movie that he's got to deal with, and he does it so well. And 
Colin, you said that Daniel Craig's probably the best actor to play James Bond. Well, I would maybe argue that Brosnan's up there as the best actor to play James Bond. Um, you know, I just think he has just an amazing, amazing range with it, and he's a cold. Clearly, you haven't seen Mamma Mia. Well, and I never will because I will never <laughs> well, want to see either, James Bond sing. I can't, I can't do that. Sorry. Um, Kill on the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond. Here we go again. Fourth film. Die another day. Um, but he. My name is James Bond. <laughs> Bondy, Bondy, Bondy. Must be... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to do the songs from Mamma Mia, but make them bomb parody. <laughs> uh, something in the air tonight, a gun tonight. She's the money penny, young and only a secretary. I am not joining She can fax, <laughs> she can, can fight. She can die, it's James Bond. Having the job of her life. That's what we need oh, to do. That's how we make Die Another Day good. We turn it into the Mamma Mia musical. <laughs> Someone needs to do the dancing Zip me Diana up, day. I've come undone, it's verity. <laughs> Anyway, Pierce Brosnan, money penny dancing queen. Thing. Pierce Brosnan, number one with a bullet, a Walter PPK bullet. Um, yeah, yeah, I grew up on him. There's a lot of favoritism there with that, but you know, I was so devastated when I found out he wasn't James Bond, and I just was so upset. And that's you know, still living. Weren't you like day. two then? Uh, well, no, God, I'm not that young. I'm not you. No, you're talking about the second time. Oh, you're right? talking about the second time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After die another day, not... mummy, it's not fair. Um, and I look, I wish, I wish he maybe did one more. But in a way, I'm kind of glad he's only done four as well because I didn't want him to become a Roger Moore. Oh, he's too old to do the part. And there are parts of Die Another Day where he does look like he's getting on a bit. But at the same time, he had one he's more sexy. Him, but after that. He would have been I th- too long. I think, yeah, like he, he did have one more in him, one Roger Moore in him. So Brosnan, <laughs> number one. Thought I'd forgotten you, eh? No, I didn't because you're number one. Well, the action bond is definitely right because I think he's, what, in his 60s now and he's still making action movies and he's still believable <laughs> he's in He's still them. making spy movies. <laughs> he, he is. Up, and is he the only <laughs> James Bond actor to be in The Simpsons? Um, <laughs> uh, I... Was he in The Simpsons? He was in a, ha- a Halloween horror one remember. where he played the voice of a robot that fell in love with Marge. It's like a house, like the robot house that did everything, and um, like, and it basically turned <laughs> oh, evil and tried yes, to kill yes, Marge. Yes. And Matthew Perry, yeah. the uh, nearly James Bond, was also in that very same episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Could I, I be you, any Marge. more of a robot? <laughs> Leave home off for me, Marge. Um. <laughs> No, I mean... Marge, it's Roger Moore here. <laughs> I love you, Marge. You don't make friends with salad. <laughs> Hello, Hello, Marge. Marge. <laughs> it's George. Doll. <laughs> that was it, me, Doll. <laughs> doll? What's Doll? That was an awkward silence. George plays in his Homer Simpson annoyed grunt. Oh, doll! <laughs> you can dance. What, why are we talking about dolly you in this? You can die. <laughs> so you go to when things get awkward, just sing ABBA. <laughs> it's 
think me... you'll be talking about plenty of Xbox. It's taking me 40 episodes. <laughs> I've, I've lost the plot. Pins go to his ABBA. Waterloo! Should it be done? Uh, some men are coming to take Ben away after this episode. The next week we'll be joined with Kane. It's not my dad knocking on the door. It's the men in the white coats. Ben, <laughs> we know you like die another day, but that's not normal. Take the pill. Take Dude, the blue don't pill. Take me away. My name is Roger Moore. Oh, Roger. No, Ben, you're not Roger Moore. Roger, Roger. <laughs> Mama. Okay. Mia. Um. Yeah, uh, Mama Mia. I love Pierce Brosnan, but he sounds like a castrated goat in Mama Mia. Um, and I think, just in honor of that, we definitely need to end this episode with one of his solos for Mama does Mia. He, do his a- song, he does solo songs in it. Yeah, he, it's his voice singing. Wow. It's, and it's awful. It truly is awful. Um, www.youtube.com right now. I remember when I saw the trailer for that. You know, I remember seeing to... it going, no, no, Pierce, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Famous quote from Ben Waterworth. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... That's exactly what I, I'm just going to say. That's exactly what I expected Ben to pick as his number one. Yeah, it's in my and, prediction. Yeah, and I didn't really predict where every actor was going to land, but I also predicted that Noel was going to rank Roger Moore as number one. So uh, I think we've all developed at least a little bit of a reputation on this show. But as I said, I mean, both of those guys, I love them and I can defend them. If anybody does anything to tear them down, get very protective over James. <laughs> bonds at least those first four guys so pierce brosnan is amazing uh yeah well i had him third at, but i agree with everything you said it's the top half i would still say the other two are better but if you wanted to shift brosnan to second you could maybe do it not first um but he is so good i'm not a huge fan of his films well not enough die another day i'm not fans of golden eye i'm a huge fan of and tomorrow never dies in the middle so his films are a bit wonky for me but Ben was right. They, he does make the film much better. Um, those films could have been far worse with some other people. Um, so I always feel sorry for him, his stories that he tells when he got fired and when Remington still stole him for the first time. It's very sad. But he was made for the role. They wanted him and they eventually got him. Um, yeah. Still sad Dalton didn't have that third 1992 one, but that comeback... Maybe, who knows, maybe Bond wouldn't have been around if it wasn't for Brosnan and Gold, GoldenEye. So I'm fine. I knew you would have him first. He's not my first, but he's in the top half. Cool. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Ooh. Oh, no. I've heard enough of them this episode. So. Oh. <laughs> I just had a curiosity, Noah. You said that you had predicted where we were going to rank ours. Do you want to oh, give those right now? Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? Um, pick me, pick me. Well, you, because you're the only one who predicted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, which list? All right. So for Ben, <laughs> I, I got, I did pretty well. There, the top halves I kind of fell back on, but I did pretty good. Uh, for Ben, I said George Lazenby, Daniel Craig, Roger Moore. So I got all of them. Then I said third, Sean Connery, second, Timothy Dalton, first, Pierce Brosnan. I was close. So, I was so close to putting Dalton second, but I thought I would have been ripped a new one. <laughs> yeah, you would have raised Colin's blood pressure. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So only two wrong there. And then I Dalton last, kind of cheated because you kind of hinted at it, even though you didn't say it. 
and I was doing it at the beginning of the episode, so a bit of a cheat, but not really. Then I had George Lazenby fifth, Roger Moore fourth, so I got all that right. But then I had Connery third. I didn't know you were, because you were so critical of his, you only lived twice performances. I thought you wouldn't have him first. So I had him third, Daniel Craig second, and Pierce Brosnan first. So I kind of messed up your top three, but I got your bottom three right. Well, I, I just would have, I honestly thought that both you two were having Connery at number one. So. Mm, I tricked you. Mm. Roger Moore, now, thanks. I begins right now. I will send out the fan letter. We should say we don't have. Is <laughs> <laughs> that another plenty of Xbox? I'll print out a membership card. All right, what's next, Peter Trevor? <laughs> uh, yes, Peter Trevor. Do not really have anything closing? No, that's it. Yeah. Um, okay, bye. Where are our rankings of our ranking? <laughs> so the ranking episode so far, my number one would be... <laughs> <laughs> no. but well, I, mean... I will say, just to close, this one was a bit of a trial and error, and when we do, like, the songs and that, oh, and the villains, there are going to be so many more that it's going to be a bit Roger more Moore. structured and to the point. Yeah. This one was a bit more loosey-goosey. It's a trial run, and there was only six. And for the most part, everyone probably guessed most of our answers anyway. There was no huge shockers. Um, but... It, I, it ran okay. And I can't see us doing Sheena Easton impersonations in the song ranking one. So. Well, I'll get to work. <laughs> yes. But we don't. I don't think we have a concrete one for our next one yet. It's kind of up in the air. Um, we've mapped out all of these, but again, if there's one that people want us to do, maybe we haven't thought of it. We probably have, but if we haven't thought of it, throw a suggestion our way of what you want Bond rankings to be and... Uh, as Noah said, I think it was Noah in the beginning. I'm used to giving credit to the wrong people. I know Ben's going to take the credit if it's wrong. Um, yeah, if people have their own lists, send them to us. Uh, let us know in the post here. Just to clarify, was that Ben or Noah who said that it earlier? It was Ben. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> And also tell us if you liked the rankings type thing. And if you didn't like and if them, you don't, well, sucks to be you. Listen to Spectre, etc. And leave us a ranking on iTunes. Yes, for your rankings. But yeah, yes, I'd love to want... hear people six. I, I really enjoy reading lists, so do it. We want all 28 of our Facebook likes to give us a like on iTunes as well. Well, it's only going to be 25. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll do an average to heard. put on the post as well. That's we'll, a good we'll, idea. We, we can work do out that. an average. That's... Yeah, do the average rankings. We In won't fact, do thinking do music. That. We'll put right it on now. the oh. <laughs> We could probably do that now if we wanted to play the thinking music again. <laughs> Do we or? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. Let's hear some thinking music and work out the ranking. My name is James Bond and I love to get plastered. I bang heaps of bitches because I'm a smooth bastard. I tell them I love them, then I fuck off back to London on my jetpack. That's how I roll. I need heaps of gadgets cause I carry a shit gun after killing my enemies I like to make shit puns like the time I asked this guy Who was crushed by a milk truck Got milk as a
as he died. All right, we're back. That was good thinking music. No fart sounds this time. Uh, so quickly, our averages mean it's that... Strange in... deja vu. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, in sixth place... Is that it was long thinking. Glitch in the Matrix. Um, sixth place, George Lazenby. <laughs> oh. In fifth place, oh. Daniel Craig. But he's actually equal technically oh. with Timothy Dalton. But Dalton gets the jump ahead because he's got two higher spots than Craig. So Dalton will... Did I not swap Daniel Craig and Pierce Brosnan? This wouldn't be happening. <laughs> Dalton in fourth. Roger Moore in third. Brosnan in oh. second. And Connery in first. There we go. If I had to put Connery in third, Brosnan would have been number one. Far out. There you go. There's our averages. Cool. And now's the moment where we all regret our rankings because we could have gotten our favorites higher. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, so I suppose that's it for it ranking the end. Bonds. And we hope you enjoyed it. And um, we hope you do give us those comments, as we said. And we hope to be back very soon with a book ranking or a song ranking or something like that. But if you want to throw a suggestion away again, throw it our way. And just to wrap this all up, my name is Colin and Connery for the win. Uh, yes, my name is Noah and I'm highly anticipating the Goldfinger video game. Push start now. And my name is Ben, and to keep a tradition running that's running for the last few episodes, Where are those happy days? They seem so hard to find. I tried to reach for you, but you have closed your mind. Whatever happened to our love, I wish I understood. It used to be so nice, it used to be so good. Yeah.